How's it going, all of you human beings? Welcome back to another episode of What's the Biz with Adam and Liz. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm your other host, Liz. And if you enjoy an episode of podcasting where I'm mentally broken, well, that's what we got for you for the next hour or so. Or so. I don't know what that intro was. Just saying, like, me- uh, podcast episode. We're broken. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're uh, broken together. I guess so. So is Floki. Yeah, I don't know. What's up with him today? Yeah. Nope. I am not your little he's bridge. Like, like, I am not your bridge. But you said my name and I need cuddles. Uh, see, and he's going to get cuddled with me and then he's going to be like, nah, I'm over this. I'm good. Yep. Okay. We staying? We staying? I haven't decided. I'm thinking. Yeah, this he's... isn't very comfortable. But yeah, so um, yeah, there was, no le- there was no episode last week because I was in the middle of mixing and mastering my Christmas special or holiday special. EP for Caster Garden Woo-hoo. that I decided to only give myself three weeks to produce. Mm-hmm. So write coordinates with three people, mix and master, yeah, and three weeks yeah. while working a full time job. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like while working a full time job, mm-hmm. um, because that that's the thing. Like trying to do all this in three weeks whilst working a full time job. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, yeah, that's nice. That's a lot. Yeah. The other thing was just... So, Plus just hi. having other things that you need to get done. Yeah. So, yeah, also yeah. that. But, hi, Bubba's. You good? Cool. But, yeah, so, man, I I don't know why I hate myself so much. Why, why did I do that? Yeah. But, you know, the end product... You can tell it only took a few weeks to produce. It's good. It's good. I'm very happy with it. But uh, if I had more time, if I gave myself more time, I yeah, I could definitely be better. Like the mix, the mixing could be better. And I know what I could have done. Yeah. Um, but I was just I gave myself a schedule, Mm -hmm. and I did it. So, uh, just going track by track. This is gonna be super quick. It's not like it's not like the essence of life where there's deep meaning. There's there's no deep meaning. Um, so yeah, we start off like I have a whole flow with this album, right? Yeah. Just basically going through that track one is kind of like, oh, you're getting kind of a feel of like what mm-hmm. the album's going to be like. You're, you're getting kind of like this little vibe here and then straight to track two. It's like, okay, let's bring everybody back up, you know, and mm-hmm. like, uh, bring them up with a nice beat and then flow with it with a nice, uh, melody. And then track three is kind of like bring you back down just to yeah. calm your nerves. Going into track four, it's a nice, like, calm skit. Yeah. And then it goes into a little bit of funny. So, like, that skit really, like, picks up. It's like, okay, calm from Hey There Santa. Mm-hmm. Picks right up to a funny bit so that it's picked yourself up into um, Drop the Biscuit, which is yeah. your final, like, like, you know, smile, laugh yeah. kind of thing. Into finally the last track being, hey, thanks for coming around. Hope you had a good time. Yeah. See you when I see you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just going over really quick. Enter the coffee shop. Track one. I knew this uh, had to be Marcus. I wanted Marcus as the coffee shop owner. Yeah. And, you know, of course he agreed. He, he always wants to collaborate. So, um, yeah. So I, I was the, the Kenneth, as he put it. Not the Karen. I was the Kenneth. And, you know, it's just like that coffee shop feel. And there's always that that uh, that mm-hmm. person coming in just saying like, oh, well, why? Why didn't you? Why didn't you? Yeah. Like, 
this is outrageous. I'm the only one that exists. Speaking as a manager of a coffee shop, mm-hmm. you know, I it was fun being on the other side of it. So I I named it Lightning Coffee because my favorite coffee shop out here is Thunder Coffee. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of a little play on that. Yeah. Uh, so it's like a little play on Thunder Coffee being lightning. Mm-hmm. And you get to hear me and Marcus. This is all recorded live. Like I'm on a Discord call with Marcus and we're just bantering off each other. This is not scripted. I just give them like a bit. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, okay, yeah. here's where the bit's going. And that was only take two. Yeah. What we recorded. That was only take two. And so none of it was scripted. We just bantered off each other. Uh, and I told them though that like your name is Elias, mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. going back into his character on Essence of Life yeah. was named Elias. So, um, and I just said that's a ridiculous name. Yeah, but yeah, so it was fun. I was on that was like a little Discord call I had with Marcus, um, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and then going into track two, cassettes and coal. Yeah, that's a beat that you hear in the beginning. Yeah, it's like. Vroom. Boom, boom, boom. And which I wish I gave it more bass. I really do. Mm-hmm. I really, I really wish I had more time to do that. I could have, but I didn't. So uh, I put up a beat, and that was me messing around, like writing track two. And in my head, while I was writing that beat, like, wait, this isn't really a lo-fi beat. Like, I was like, wait. So I kept it, and I turned on my mic, like, oh, wait, sorry, this is a lo-fi album, my bad, Uh, here you go. And I just drop a piano line, and I'm like, does it match up with this piano line? And I did it, and I was like, you know what, it does. So, like, that that drum beat that I was doing, Mm -hmm. that was me messing around, like, kind of trying to discover the song. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wait, it's lo-fi. I'm like, no, I can make this work in lo-fi. And it was a nice little groove yeah. song. It, it gets you in the beat of it, like dun, 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 dun. that's that little bass line mm-hmm. there. So that was nice. And then, like, of, of course, uh, the Christmas bells at the end. That has to be my favorite track. Yeah, track two is easily my favorite. Uh, and then, hey there, Santa was the first low side lo-fi song I've ever yeah. written, um, which I originally released on Spotify, and I took it off. Uh, because I remastered it for this EP. Yeah. So I was just like, I don't want people to like hear two at the same yeah. time. I want them to hear the mastered version. Yeah. This, the other one was kind of like me messing around with lo-fi. Yeah. But yeah, it was the first one and it's mm-hmm. a nice chill. Mm-hmm. Not too much story. Just, it was like, it was the first one I wrote and I wanted it in this EP. Yeah. So, um, very happy about that. And then finally we get to. Christmas for my wife. That's me. Uh, originally, uh, I I don't want to say the name because like yeah. uh, they never responded to me. They never said no, but they never responded. I did reach yeah. out to somebody to be the other person on this side. Yeah. But Liz was always like, I she was like in the first choices. Yeah. Like there was a first choice, and then Liz was also my first choice. She wasn't really my backup. Yeah. But I just thought it'd be funny. Either way, if this person responded to me, I think it would have been funny. Yeah. And if not, I think Liz is still in that same Mm -hmm. level. Uh, She was never like (laughs) she was never the skip over. But everybody was pissed at me. Like, how did you skip over your wife? I'm Uh like, I didn't think about that. that I would get that much uh, remarks like you made Liz the skip over track. I'm like, no, 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 no. But yeah, so 
Liz came on, mm-hmm. and uh, you want to talk a little bit more about that? Like, what was going through your head? I didn't really have anything going through my head. It, I basically just talked as if it was a What's the Biz episode. And you, yeah, exactly. Like, it, like, everyone's like, oh, you did such a good job. I'm like, that's how I talk to him all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, so um, I gave you direction of just like, hey, this is where the feel's going. This is where I, th- again, none of yeah. this was scripted. Yeah. I just kind of gave you a feel and where the bit's going to go. Uh, and I wanted to like make a slight commentary about like skip over tracks and albums because mm-hmm. every single album, like not every album, like the really good albums, yeah. you're, you're not skipping yeah. over any. Um, I can think of uh, Fandom by Waterparks. Mm-hmm. I don't skip over any of those tracks. Yeah. Um, but or Casbo, any of Casbo's tracks. Or that one. Um, oh, what is that? Hmm. The one vinyl that we have that it's that I thought it was a best of album and it's not. Oh yes, Fleetwood Max yes, Fleetwood rumors. Max. Yes. Yeah, that rumors. One. That's that has no skip over tracks. But like most albums, they yeah, have yeah. that they like, have like one or two. They're like this is boring. Yeah, we're gonna skip this over. But I was like thinking like there's no music. It's just us talking. And I was like, wouldn't it be funny if I just like made a little commentary about skip over tracks on albums and uh, people were like, you skipped over your wife. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, kind of. But that's why I wanted it to be another person. Yeah. I thought it'd be funny. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm not going to say their name. Yeah. I I don't want to call them out because yeah. they just didn't see my message. That's yeah. fine. Um, But yeah, I thought it'd be funny with that person. But like Liz is still funny yeah. in this one. Um, And, you know, it was a good time. Like I had that little beat and it was like very calm and relaxing. Mm-hmm. Like what Christmas means to me is like. Wait a second. And just like a little commentary, like, oh, yeah, yeah, studio time. And of course, Marcus came back and I and I text him, can you say this line? And I made him like I, and I produced it so that he looks sounds like he's behind a box. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, guys, you're out of studio time. Like it, for some reason in our own house, like Marcus is behind a booth. Like, hey, yeah, guys, you're out of studio time. Get out of your own bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was a fun track to do. And of course, uh, drop the biscuit. I released already. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the second lo-fi track I'd done, and that was the track that I, when I wrote it, I was like, "Oh, I should do an EP. I think yeah. I could do this." Yeah. Uh, because like I, I had got comfortable with how lo-fi works. Yeah. And I was just like, I had a plan in my head. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Not much to say about drop the biscuit. Um, I think it's funny. I love jingle all the way. We watched it twice. We watched it twice this year. Um, and I wanted to make, make like pay an homage to my favorite Christmas movies. Mm So, um, and that's, it's a fun song. It's that, it's that track right before the last track where it's just like, like a nice little banger, uh, where it makes you feel good Mm -hmm. right before you say goodbye. Not much to say on that. Just kind of like, I had fun making it. Mm -hmm. You can definitely tell I had fun making it. Yeah. Uh, and then we get into the final song. And I'm never going to make another cover track ever again. Yeah. Holy cow. Um, so this is where I have the most to say on. Um, yeah. Every other one, it were fun to make. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. But the last one took the most work. It took the most work. And I am not kidding you. It was the most pressure yeah, making this song. Because, okay, so... The last track is Last Christmas by mm-hmm. Wham, but a cover by me. Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, 
Um, one of my friends like requested that they say like, "Oh, why don't you make a last Christmas cover?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Why not? How hard could that be?" Um, holy crap! I hate myself for making this. Yeah. I love the track. Oh yeah. And Andrew Orsi, who does the vocals, love his vocals. Yeah. But let me talk you through this. So first and foremost, um, before I started making this track, I listened to Last Christmas three days three different kinds of ways the very first day i just had the original song looping in my earbuds while i was at work mm-hmm. uh it was just looping like last christmas i gave you my heart that's how it goes um i had that looping in my head mm-hmm. for the entire day yeah just getting a feel for how the flow is going where the bass line is picking up, how much it repeats this, where, what's the drum line looking like. Okay, cool. And then the second day, I listened to an entire playlist of only Last Christmas covers. Mm-hmm. And boy, howdy, are there some bad ones out there. <laughs> oh, my God. Not to say my mine is great. Yeah. Um, But I listened to Last, cover, uh, Last Christmas covers to get some ideas of how they do it, how they interpret it. Um, how some people might get it wrong, like they don't get the right mm-hmm. feel, uh, you know, just kind of listening to other people trying to interpret the track in some way. There's some yeah. very cinematic ones. There's a lot of funny ones. Yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of Last Christmas. It mm-hmm. is the most covered track in Christmas song history. Yeah, like that's that's a statistic for you. It is the most covered track in Christmas song mm-hmm. history. So the third day, I listened to a mix of both the the original and the covers, just kind of like yeah. base myself. And then on one of my days off, it was just a day dedicated to making my cover of yeah. this track, and. I never felt more pressure writing a song in my entire life because mm-hmm. last Christmas is a staple in Christmas songs. Yeah. Like it is in the top 10 of what people think of with Christmas. Yeah. I would say top five. Yeah. Like top five. Like, so it's a lot of pressure thinking about like, crap, how do I write this? Mm-hmm. Where do I go with this? Uh, what key should I be in? Should I go in the original key of D or should I like try to change it up to like maybe D flat or even E? Like, where should I go? Mm-hmm. I ended up going with the original key of E and I even have the same tempo, um, 180 beats uh, per minute. Uh, all the same flow, all the same greatness. But what I did was just kind of made it more chill. It's like, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. I, I originally I had like a dun 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 dun, dun and I hit um the D and the E um as a dun and, and then go up a beat yeah. like dun 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 dun. That was my original. I took away the two piano keys because mm-hmm. I wanted more emphasis on Andrew's vocals. Mm-hmm. I definitely wanted more Andrew's vocals in that. So. Uh, then I put up a bass line in that and a guitar. <sighs> that guitar effect that I put in there, I'm so pissed of how it I promise I'm almost done. I promise. That guitar effect, it it has like a delay shimmer that I put on it. Yeah. I regret that so much because like 
on my on my monitors, on my on my speaker monitors, it comes out great. You know, mm-hmm. kind of like flows. Like, mm-hmm. But if you listen to any other device that doesn't have a low end, like your phone or my laptop speakers mm-hmm. or literally any device that you have that doesn't have the greatest low end, it is the highest pitch delay I've ever heard in my entire career. I hate myself. <laughs> I was just like, it sounded good though. It sounded good, but it was way too high pitched. And I was like, oh, I was so pissed. I was so mad. Um, but I put the mixes in the correct way. And I was like, okay. And even the solo with the guitar, um, there were some things I played with with the solo, but like I wanted you get the feel yeah. for what the solo is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the last Christmas uh, solo. Yeah. Like that. Like, you know what the last Christmas solo is. Yeah. And I want to, I wanted to include that. There was mm-hmm. a lot of covers that didn't include that solo. Yeah. But like, I feel like that's the last Christmas staple. Yeah. I, I think that that's what makes you think like, oh, last Christmas yeah. is the solo. Yeah. Um, Aside from the vocals, of yeah. course. But, yeah, so I, I included that. Um, in the end, I think I put in some strings, I'm pretty sure. But uh, this was yeah, a, I think at the end or something. Yeah, but I it took me pretty much the entire day. I think I worked on that song for like seven to eight hours yeah. uh, on one day. Just pressuring myself. Like, you can do this. I can... I can produce a good one. Yeah. And what it came out to be, I'm satisfied with. But I wish I, again, I wish I gave my, myself more time yeah. to really play with it. Yeah. But I didn't. Now coming to Andrew's vocals. Wow. I I told him the feel of it and I delivered him the song. Because the reason why I, I only took a day was because I wanted to send him the rough draft mm-hmm. uh, for him to get the feel of. And so Andrew got like the rough draft and he's yeah. like, oh yeah, I can work on it. And it took him like a little less than a week. And I, and yeah. I figured as much. And I said, Hey, take your time with this. Like just get comfortable with the song. I'm going to be busy with, uh, other parts of this album. Yeah. This was not recorded in order. Like, uh, essence of life was recorded in order. Like yeah. what you hear in the album, I recorded in order. Yeah. This one. No, this is very much scattered. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, uh, here's here's a rough draft. Uh, just take your time with it. So, yeah, so he comes back to me with his vocals, and I listened to it. And I told this to Andrew already. I was like, uh, he is trusting me with these vocals. He is trusting me. He gave it his all. Mm-hmm. Um, he says the first half he's not satisfied with. Like the yeah. first half of the song he's not satisfied with. Uh, I related to him because I was just like, uh, yeah, my music sucks. But like, of course, he's an artist. Like he hates yeah. what he creates. But yeah. I the first time I heard it, I was like, he's trusting me with these. He's trusting me with these. That last belt. Yeah. That la- I heard that. And I was like, I was sweating. I was like, oh, God. Because he goes like, I gave him my all. Like he like mm-hmm. goes. And I'm like. Oh no, I'm gonna have to like really produce this, like yeah. really emphasize that, especially. Yeah. Um, so I want to like close out with that. So, 
because I want more time for Lizzie. But no, that's the song that took me the most work, the most pressure, uh, the most production I've done on a song, really, in a short amount of time, by the way. Yeah. But I ended up like really tinkering with yeah. Andrew's vocals. And that last belt, I told him, I was like, you're going to love it. And I put on a, um, a kind of a sort of shimmer delay that I put on the acoustic guitar, but it's a little bit different. And it kind of like really just, I gave you my, uh, and then when he ends it, it's just kind of like, uh, it's not really a delay where it's like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 it's just like, it's like you're in a cathedral and it it's just, it's an echo. It's an or echo just... that's like, it fills the air. Mm-hmm. And I wanted that. Yeah. Um, but I EQ'd him. Um, I messed with his vocals. There is a a pan to the left, pan to the right, one in the center. So there are technically three recordings of Andrew as you're hearing the main melody. Yeah. There is a left pan, a right pan, and a center. But yeah, so I really played with those vocals a lot. But at the end, end of the day, oh, by the way, little short thing. Um, everybody listening, you heard that last little trail at the end of last Christmas. Yeah. I didn't mean for it to go that long. Yeah. I finished a song and I was like, okay, okay. Time to upload it because it was late in the day mm-hmm. and I wanted to upload it. So that it gets on Spotify in time. Yeah. I, I knew that there was going to be a trail. Didn't but realize I, it was that long. I didn't realize it was that long. So I uploaded it. I was like, okay, whew, we're there. Okay, let me listen to Last Christmas. I'm like, it is a 45-second trail. Am I stupid? (laughs) And I was just like, you know what? Just leave it. Just leave it. The people will understand. Mm -hmm. And I hope you do. But, yeah, so that's a little bit on the process that I took on the Christmas EP. I did this all within three weeks. Yeah. Um, versus, um, the essence of life took me five to six months. Yeah. Uh, same amount of tracks. So (laughs) with a percentage of the time and I'm tired. Yeah. So I did it and I'm very happy with it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I hope uh, if you're listening to this and you listen to cast a garden holiday special, I, I hope you liked it too. Yeah. But question mark. And if you did, uh, reach out to me. I'm on Instagram, Caster Garden, uh, Caster Garden Lo-Fi. Mm-hmm. So that's all one word. C-A-S-T-O-R Garden Lo-Fi. So that's mm-hmm. L-O-F-I. Say hi to me on, on, on the Instagrams. I'll say hi back. And if you want to know, oh, why Caster Garden? Um, that is the area of Philadelphia that I grew up in. Yeah. Caster Gardens. In my neighborhood. So it was my neighborhood in Philly, Castor Gardens. So not as pretty as it sounds. It is not. So that's the process of the album. Um, all those instruments are fake, by the way. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just want to let people know I wasn't playing my guitar. I wasn't playing bass. All those drums are came from a sample that I arranged. So all the instruments that you hear, um, I was using either my MIDI keyboard to like actually produce the sounds or i was arranging the beats yeah so all those noises that you hear are fake Mm -hmm. so that makes me feel very accomplished yeah no sarcasm (laughs) why 
I don't know. I really do want to. And I'm going to. We don't to. have the space for you to house all those instruments sure. or the money to buy them. Sure we do. No, we don't. But yeah, I do want to record all my actual guitar pretty soon. Yeah. But I'm going to be taking my Christmas break. I'm going to be focusing on the Adam Evolts like full length mm-hmm. album. I'm still in the works of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the midst of making this EP, I have a song like uh, yeah. I, I do have a song like prepared yeah. for the full length album. Yeah. I, I did come across it. And here we are. Yeah. <sighs> That's it. OK, well bye. <laughs> Toodles. No. Okay. What's on What's on your mind? I mean, nothing's really on my mind. I did a lot this weekend, though. You did. And it's only Saturday. Yeah. But I had off yesterday. Yeah. I did a lot of my stuff yesterday. So we have people coming over. Yeah, for we Hanukkah. We also had a blizzard this week. Oh, yeah. Not Hanukkah. Um, two days of blizzard snow. And there was a foot or two of snow in our driveway. Mm-hmm. And we needed somewhere for our guests to park on Sunday. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I have to shovel. And, and Adam still has to shovel the walkway tomorrow morning because I shoveled it the other day and it's completely covered again Yeah, because of wind and other snow. So, But I got the driveway shoveled. Mm-hmm. I made rugla, which is a Jewish cookie Arr. that's like common to eat around Hanukkah. I'm, I'm a Jewish cookie. No, you're not. Oh. Um, I cleaned. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what I did yesterday other than making the rugla. Oh, I gave the dog a bath. You did give the dog a bath. I gave him a bath. I cleaned his collar and his sweater, so I didn't put dirty things back on a nice, clean dog. Yeah. Um, and then I did more laundry today. I cleaned all the towels and bath mats. Mm-hmm. Cleaned the kitchen and the bathroom. Yeah. Um, and then I went through Adam's emails. Yeah. And I deleted 21,000 emails dating all the way back to 2014 <laughs> when he opened the email account. Yeah. Oh my God. And I think I saved what, like 20 emails out of all of that, that I found important. And then you even deleted some of those. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, we were sitting here last night and he was doing something. I didn't think he would actually like. I needed to. Yeah. And I needed something to occupy me. Um. So I did that. Yeah. But no, we were sitting there and I was, I'm was. i like, you have 8,000 emails that are unopened. Yeah. And then 21,000 emails just in your inbox. And I can't handle that. So I told him that I was going to sit there today and go through it. And he thought I was joking, apparently. I did think you were joking, I apparently. Wasn't. No. Um, well, no, because that gets to my other part. Um, I've been really anxious and depressed this year mm-hmm. and struggling to be in the Christmas spirit, struggling to like do things on the weekend. So I was like, you know what? I'll turn Christmas movies on and I'll do this. So I applied for refinancing my student loans, which is a whole other topic. Yeah. And then I moved on and deleted all of Adam's emails because <laughs> it's the inbox. I almost did your other emails, too. Yeah, I didn't. That might be another weekend, though. Um, but yeah, so I was just struggling. So I was like, I need something to do that'll occupy me. That's not just scrolling on TikTok all day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that and I watched four different Christmas movies. I still haven't made a new TikTok. No, you haven't. No. Well, like, you know, what's funny? Um, I, we're going to get back to you. Okay. But I promise I, it just stuck in my head. So we were recording strange casts, uh, me and Adnan. And there was this news piece about, um, deck nine. But they're developing a new. Oh no no no! It was Telltale, and mm-hmm. they're teaming up with Deck Nine. Yeah. And Telltale is making a new The Expanse video game. Yeah. And they made in a statement just saying that like, 
hey, uh, are you going to share anything new? And they're like, basically, no, because the more that we focus on making you a new trailer or making you a reveal, that's time taking away from making the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, in my head, on a very, 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 very small scale, um, I can understand that. That's why I haven't made a new TikTok, because while the TikTok is promoting me mm-hmm. and getting me listeners, at the same time, the more time I'm making a TikTok yeah. is time away from doing this, yeah. uh, actually exactly. producing music. So. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like this catch all, like not catch all, catch twenty one. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of like this um, rock in a hard place where, yeah, I want to promote myself, but the more I promote myself, it's time away from actually making the album. Yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of like I don't know. I I'll just get to it when I get to it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I thought I thought that was a funny news yeah. piece. I'm like, yeah, I can relate yeah. to that. Yeah. So you were saying? Um, no, I just. Saying what I did this weekend, and yeah. then right as I finished, Adam came up working me dinner, and now here we are. Yeah, but yeah, we're having people over Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Oh yeah, the other thing, um, how I said that I've been anxious and depressed this year. I'm going to therapy. Yay! Yay! But not like I've been saying for years, I didn't know my company offered it for free. For free. I think I can do teletherapy for free anything Mm. in an office isn't and i didn't want to do my first ones like over the phone it just feels very weird but my company offers um employee assistance program where Mm. i get six free sessions yeah um so then i'll go from there but yeah so i get six sessions um didn't know it'd be so difficult to get an appointment yeah like everywhere i looked it was like oh we close at five or and there's no appointments until january Mm -hmm. i'm like I have anxiety now. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I can't get an appointment for five weeks. Yeah. Mental health is uh, not really a priority here in the States. No. Um, it's I don't, getting there. I don't know if I've ever shared this story on What's the Biz. Uh, but it's, I, I, I mean, I've shared that I'm, I do have suicidal tendencies. Yeah. And... Uh, I I don't want to say the statistic because I might be wrong, but yeah, I think I, I, yeah, but I think I might have misheard. If you Google this statistic, you'll get the actual answer. Yes, but this is my think. I think I heard, but uh, I think I heard that musicians and artists like alike are eighty percent more likely to commit suicide. And I'm just like, yeah, yikes. But anyway, so the point I'm trying to make is this. Um, when I was filming, so <laughs> when, when this is early 2020, and uh, I was having a really bad like time in my life. Like I had just left like working in the church, and I, I was kind of like spiraling out a little bit. Like I didn't know what my purpose would be. And I was so while you're hearing this, if you ever go back to games and groceries, um, uh, why why Assassin's Creed is so good. There, there's a screen screen video, and I'm very proud of that video. Liz did a great job, but that intro sketch is literally right after I did this. 
I ended up having trying trying to call the suicide hotline, mm-hmm. the one eight hundred uh suicide hotline. Oh, that was a disaster. Yeah, uh, they didn't really help me at all. No, they were kind of rude. They were very rude to me, and I was like, okay, hi, I'm struggle. I'm kind of like I was in I was in my work truck. Yeah, like I was. Like I, I was spiraling out. I had to park on the side of the road and I, I couldn't breathe. And I was just like, I should just end it right here. And I called the suicide hotline and they're just like, hi, can I help you? I was like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't, what's, I don't know what's happening. Like, sir, do you need something or like what? Like they had that kind of attitude towards me. Like, why are you calling? Yeah. And I even said, like, I'm really sorry. Like, this was 2020. Yeah. So I was like, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm I'm, I'm sure you get a lot of calls like this. And they're just like, yes, we do. I was like. Then you'd think you'd know how to handle them. I And then she's like, do you need, like, an emergency center or just someone to talk to? And, like, in that moment, like, I, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just. I, I'm just like, here. I thought you were supposed to be a calming presence. Yeah. But, no, like, she was not giving me help at all and i was in the middle of um like a like a very serious like moment of like yeah no i should just end it right here right now and um she just didn't help at all and then i hung up the phone i was like okay i'm sorry for for your time i'm sorry bye and i hung up the phone and um i just sat in that truck and i was just like I don't know. I guess I could just keep going now. Sure. Why not? And then like I got home and then I filmed the intro to yeah. that Assassin's Creed video. Yeah. So when he watched that, that was like a couple hours. Yeah. I like, forgot that that was like in the same day. Mm-hmm. It was in the same day. Um, yeah. Like maybe like four hours after that, I mm-hmm. filmed the Assassin's Creed intro. Mm-hmm. We had to refilm the entire video so like the the uh the talking points and all that. Mm-hmm. We had to refilm anyway, which is fine cuz maybe I didn't want to see my face, but that intro which I'm very happy with. Oh yeah, we had fun doing the intro. It was one of the funniest intros I've done. And it was right after I called the suicide hotline. Yeah. And they didn't help me whatsoever. Nope. So that was kind of cool. But going back to your point of just saying like, yeah, we close at 5. Uh, we were like, they're not open on weekends. There or? was one. So there was one. I was trying to get in the one that I'm with now. Yeah. But they didn't have any availability for five weeks. And yeah. I was like in the middle of like a really horrible week. Like my brain wouldn't shut up yeah. and I couldn't handle it. Right. Like I was on the verge of tears for, I think three days straight. Yeah. And so I was like, I need to get in somewhere. I wanted to get in somewhere like before Christmas. Like mm-hmm. I was really panicking. So I called another place. Like I couldn't find anywhere else that had, cause like I have a very, not a very specific problem. It's a problem that I'm sure a lot of people struggle with, but it's something that I want to make sure the person that I'm going to has experience in. Yeah. So if it's not listed or nothing similar to it listed in their experience or expertise section, mm-hmm. I don't want to go there. Right. So the only other person that I found that I seemed to really like, I really connected to their like their profile, her hours were from eight to five, Monday through Friday. Which I get on the stance of just like everyone's that regular schedule. Yes, I, but you're a I'm, healthcare professional. Yeah. I get it, but at the same time, like, it's like most people who are struggling 
Yeah. Like, and, well, the thing is, they accepted EAP because that's about, like they have to accept it. EAP is Employee Assistance Program, which means someone works a full time regular office job. Yeah. And your hours are only during their hours. Don't accept EAP if you can't have people in there after work. Yeah, exactly. Like, I like that's going to give me more anxiety thinking about having to take time out of work to go to an appointment. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like. I know what you mean. Yeah. So I didn't go to her. I ended up just taking the one that's five weeks away. And now we're down to four weeks. Hooray. Four weeks till I start my first therapy appointment. Yeah. Yay. Because you really haven't been to a real therapist. No. So I, when I was really little, my parents took me to one or two therapists. Mm -hmm. Because when I was like seven, I would answer the phone, which was when we had house phones. Mm -hmm. I would answer the phone and I'd hand it off to my mom. And they'd everyone apparently would ask my mom if I was okay because I sounded depressed. Yeah. Um, and I had a lot of um uh what's uh le- I had a learning disability growing up, so I went to a special therapist for that. I wait, think wait, wait. Point. You couldn't think I of the word I forgot the word for learning disability. So wait, 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 your learning disability couldn't remember the word learning disability. Yeah. That's ironic. It is. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, um, so I had a learning disability, and so I think the person that I went to that was prescribing my medication for that was technically a child therapist. Yes. Um, but at one point, my parents took me to another person, which we went once because this dude is creepy. It was in, I just, I don't remember like everything. I don't remember exactly where it was, but I remember it was in an old church. It was like a stone church. Mm-hmm. I remember walking up, it was like at nighttime. I walked in, and we were in like this colder room in the church, and it was this dude who I'm assuming is a pastor who's working out of a church. I don't yeah. know. It wasn't my church. No, we've we've had people work out of our church that okay. that kind of rented the place. They like rented office space. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. That that happens. Um it doesn't happen too often, but it does happen. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. that's where my guy was. Yeah. We went and I just remember he had a briefcase and he was just I just felt really weird sitting there talking to him and we never went back. So yeah. that was my first therapy um experience. And then in sixth grade, I had a mental breakdown in the main office Mm -hmm. and they sent a counselor up and I didn't talk to them. And so I never went to see that counselor. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I didn't see or have any type of counseling until college. Yeah. Which it wasn't until what my junior year was the first time I went. Something like that. Yeah. I think it must. I think it was the first semester that you weren't there. Yeah. When I started going. Mm -hmm. And I saw her for a couple sessions, but I didn't feel like I was getting it. Like, I would go, and I feel like I was venting. Yeah. Which I went to in the first place, because I had a very... I had a lot of anger by the time I got to college. Yes. And a lot of the time, it was just me venting endlessly to you and my roommate. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I wanted to get that figured out. But that's not what all I was doing was going there and venting. And she'd ask me about, like, my parents and their personalities, but, like, it, it, we weren't going, getting anywhere. Yeah. So I stopped going. And then I went back, like, once, maybe, my, the next year. And then never again. Mm-hmm. Tried going to therapy one last time. Yeah. Right before we got married, I started going to someone. And I saw him two or three times. Mm-hmm. And then I said, all right, I'm not going to be here for the next couple of weeks. I have I wasn't going the week before our wedding because I was getting ready. Mm-hmm. The week after we were going on a mission trip. And the week after that was our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go for three weeks. I said, I'll call you when I come back and schedule an appointment. I came. We got back. I texted him like three times. Mm-hmm. And he never answered me. I thought maybe something happened. Maybe he stopped working. Maybe he died. We drove by his office like 
10 times coming out of the city and his car was there. He'd be coming out. of the I'm like, you jerk. Yeah. Like, how do you just not respond to someone who you were seeing as a patient? After, after you said like, Hey, I'm going to be gone for three weeks. Yeah. And like, I understand like, Oh, you thought he thought I dropped him, but I still texted. He didn't answer. He didn't even just say, Oh, I can't accept any more patients right now. Yeah. He just didn't answer me. Yeah. So then I just, I never saw, and then I never saw him. So really I never had like committed therapy i didn't know how to research therapy i didn't even know if he was the right person for me to be seeing yeah whereas now i'm like i know what i need i know what my problems are Mm -hmm. let's fix this yeah (laughs) so and i want to also clarify and i don't want people like listening to this thinking like oh adam you were making the cp and ignoring your wife let me reiterate so all my on my whiteboard over here, I had my schedule. Mm-hmm. I had morning, nights. What that means yeah. is before work, after work. But after dinner, he was not in here. No. Um, Especially not if I was having like a really bad night. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I was just like, like this EP meant a lot to me to like to like get out and all that. But uh, and I was taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm taking my marriage more serious yeah and there was even nights where you're just like you sure you want to work on it tonight i'm like i'm here for you yeah like like with with all this it's just like a fun little project mm-hmm. but it's at the end of the day you know all this doesn't matter if i don't have a good marriage yeah you know exactly. so um when i say that all of my free time was spent on this ep Whenever I say that about making music, it doesn't count the time that I'm if I'm not working, that's not considered free time. Yeah, that's like my by myself free time. Yeah, like when I'm with Liz, like I that is free time, but it's a different type of free time. Yeah, it's like with with Liz. Yeah. Oh, but that's what I mean, though. It's like I spent all of my like if I wasn't doing this, like maybe video games. Not even that. I cut video games out. Like I bought the Callisto yeah. Protocol and I didn't play it. Um, but I was focused on this. But I was also focused on my marriage mm-hmm. all at the same time. You know, so no, Adam has been amazing this year. Um, I'm always amazing, and he's always full of himself. See, here's the thing: I hate myself in the way of suicidal tendencies, but I have such a large ego that it all really just balances conflicting. out. Yeah, it I, it balances me out to just a. A delightful human being to be around. Yeah. Yeah. But no, you've been really great this year. I've really struggled. Mm-hmm. Um, things leading up to when it started um, weren't great. And then my parents got divorced. And mm-hmm. I and we basically been saying it broke my brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've always struggled with anxiety and depression. Um and I, I've said that before on here, but this year has been the absolute worst because normally with my anxiety and depression, um, and I can give a little bit of detail. I'm not going into all the details because it is still very personal. Right. Um, but I struggle with what I think now, again, I haven't been to therapy, so it's not officially diagnosed, but from the research I've done, mm-hmm. I think that I struggle with intrusive thoughts and that's all I'm going to say on that. But I've struggled with it my entire life. Um, Ever since I was little, like mm-hmm. looking back, I've always struggled with it. Um, and But normally it's like, oh, I have like a little episode. It's like a week long and I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, or like here and there and I can handle it. But this year it has been like constant and it's exhausting. 
and Adam has handled it really well, mm-hmm. and I appreciate him, yeah. and I love him because I have dimples. Because you have dimples, and but yeah. no, you've like, and and I know everyone's like, oh well, that's what you're supposed to do as a spouse, but there's a lot of spouses who don't. Yeah, there's a lot I could have just who peace out when this stuff happens. I could have just kept working on my EP and just like, okay, yeah. Liz, I have to, I have to focus on this now. Or a lot of people who like just don't get mental health, they're just like, you just need to get over it. Yeah, you need to get over it. What what I didn't relate to you in the way of this is that what was funny about not funny, I shouldn't say that, but like what's weird about your mm-hmm. mental health is that you say intrusive thoughts. The way I didn't think about it is that my mine is suicidal thoughts, yeah. depression. Yeah. None of your intrusive thoughts have to deal with suicide. No, because I, you were filling out your your form. I had a form I had to fill out the other day for my therapy appointment coming up. They had you fill out like different forms and one they had me do the other day was like what has the symptoms how's the symptoms these certain symptoms affected you in the last two weeks mm-hmm. and i had like constant or like like it was all like a lot like it it has affected me a lot mm-hmm. or mildly on all of them the only thing that hasn't affected me whatsoever they're like have you had any thoughts of suicide or self-harm nope like i none. have never ever in my entire life i've never considered cutting or suicide now i've thought about it i know if i were to commit suicide i'd know how i do it mm-hmm. i but i've never considered hurting myself mm-hmm. i just never to me it was like that sounds painful yeah and, and and i know that like there are people who struggle with that and it is it feels as a relief for them mm-hmm. i get that mm-hmm. but for me it was not something ever not i had friends who cut yeah and i just didn't get it into in I don't want anyone to think that that like that's me judging them. I don't. I understand that everyone has something, mm-hmm. but for me, it was never in my in my head, and I always thought that was really weird. Yeah. I still think that's really weird because a lot of people who struggle with mental health, at least what you hear in social media, like everyone who speaks out mm-hmm. and wants to talk about s- mental health, they've all had feelings of self harm or suicide. Yeah, and I'm just like, am I the only one? Yeah. And I feel like that's such a weird thing to think about because it's like, oh, poor you. You yeah. don't want to hurt yourself. Well, it's like that's the only thing I couldn't relate to you on because, like, yeah. the, the amount of time. And Liz says I was really good this year. But Liz, when I was making The Essence of Life, and The Essence of Life, I think, really impacted me hard because the Castor Garden, the, mm-hmm. the Christmas EP, is my fun side project it might here's the thing about castor garden it might not even be lo-fi for the next project it could be indie rock yeah it's my just like ah it's music who cares yeah adam evolt is what it is it is directly from what i'm thinking Mm -hmm. and the essence of life is about my anxiety depression uh and infelicity has to do with suicide as well uh, unfortunately, but you know, he saved himself from that. Mm-hmm. But like that, that's the thing. It's about me. Yeah. And during the creation of the essence of life, a lot of uh untapped emotions came out. Yeah. And, you know, she was there. You know, Liz was there for me. Like I man, I was really going heavy on that album and therefore a lot heavier on myself. Mm-hmm. So she was really good. Like she was like, she talked me through it. She said, Adam, you're a dumb, dumb dummy. 
Why do you? I've never said that. You said that. You poked me with a stick and like, Adam, get up, you dumb, dumb, dummy. While I was in the fetal position on the ground. Well, yes, I told you to get up. Get up, you dumb, dumb, dummy. I said it's not that bad. I helped you. I did not poke you with a stick and call you dumb. Dumb, dumb, dummy. No. Okay. But if you want to think like that. But honestly, that's why I started Caster Garden in the first place. Mm -hmm. Like the way the essence of life really really impacted me mm-hmm. this next this next full-length album it's not going to be yeah. ep it's going to be at least 10 to 12 tracks yeah um and i have the idea of where i want to go with it i'm just like i need an outlet that yeah that if it yeah isn't as heavy yeah if it gets too much i'm just going to be like uh okay over to cast a garden and go uh, music um Castle Garden is specifically made so that I can just be silly with music and just have mm-hmm. fun with it. And I told Liz, like, if Castle Garden ends up being the one that makes it, yeah. quote unquote, then, yeah, I'm going to put all my time in Castle oh, Garden. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have fun with music. But I still want to just, like, yeah. get all the things that are in my head into my mm-hmm. music. And, yeah, the essence of life really impacted me in that way. Um, I talked about... That I talked about the essence of life and what it means, but I never really said like what it means f- coming out of my head. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the spoiler alert: infelicity has to do with suicide. So, um, uh, or suicidal thoughts, I should say. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, uh, but yeah, this one I I know my limits. And I don't mm-hmm. want to put myself in that place, which is why Cast a Garden exists. It's mm-hmm. only going to be for stupid, dumb. And you will listen to me when I tell you you need a break. Yeah. So, and I'm going to take a full year to make this. Yeah. So you can take time. Because as I said, the mo- as long as you make sure you're not pushing yourself too much, mm-hmm. because you are going to be bringing up emotions on purpose. Yeah. You need to be careful because you're still in a fragile state of mental health. Mm-hmm. You're not recovered. Yeah. You know. But mental health sucks in America. Mental health sucks a lot of places. Yeah. Like except for those like couple countries that are just super happy. Yeah, but how, sucks. But how can you struggle with mental health when you look at a sleeping puppy like that? That's why they have dog therapy. Well, look at them. Except for my dog, he runs away when I cry. He does. He's this dog. So I've had mental breakdowns at my desk before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I work from home, so I can. Yeah. <laughs> Another plus of working from home is I can have a full-on mental breakdown and no one needs to know about it. Yeah. Except my dog who runs away. I will like sit there and I will suddenly just cannot take it anymore. I will cry. And this dog will literally up and leave the room. He's like, all right, I'm out. And then like he'll come back like 20 minutes later when he thinks I've finished. And mm-hmm. if I start crying again, he'll leave again. He'll leave. Like, this dog legit leaves when yeah. I cry. So he's like that husband you're talking <laughs> about. They're just like, right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> like, I'm like, I, every time he leaves, I'm like, you're supposed to come for me. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, really? No, peace. Just he's peace out. Like, he's okay. like, this is too much. I'm tired and need my sleep, and you're keeping me awake. Yeah. So you let me know when you calm down, and then maybe we can cuddle. Okay. Yeah. I just think that's the funniest thing. Like, he just up and leaves. He's like, okay, bye. Yeah. You're too much. No, yeah. But mental health. 
sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, but yay, therapy. Yeah. I will give updates. How many years have I been telling you to go therapy? Oh, on and off forever. Yeah. Um, I like I said, I just for a while we didn't have insurance. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what's available. I just knew okay, therapy is expensive, so I guess I don't go now. Yeah. You know, because I just never thought about it. But right now I have the six free sessions. Mm-hmm. And then my company, through my health insurance, I also have a health savings account, so I can always use that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, it's still pretty expensive. Yeah. Um, so I, it's not like I'm gonna be able to go for the whole year. Mm-hmm. Like that's not an option, but I can get a base. But you said that some, teletherapy is I think. I need to look into it more. Yeah. Um I really don't want to talk with my insurance again because that was really annoying to have to do. Yeah. Because I asked them, I was like, what's covered? They're like, it's basically like your insurance. But they had to go through so many questions mm-hmm. to answer my one question Yeah. that I was like, I don't want to do this again. So you can work from home and work on yourself from home, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you never leave your house again. Be a little hermit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not what they're going to suggest happen. Yeah. Um, pretty sure they're going to tell me I need to go out more. <laughs> yeah. Um. But no, like they're going to say, why don't you come in my office? It only costs $200 a week. Oh, come on. Come yeah. into my office. Yeah. But um, I mean, they get paid regardless. It's just a matter of if it's coming out of my pocket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because um, because I this thing, I have insurance that will cover it after I meet my deductible. But my deductible is $3,000. I don't have $3,000, whether I'm paying it weekly or all at once. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, if I feel comfortable, I'll share my therapy experience as I go through it when it starts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping at least in the six sessions, I get some groundwork in where it's like, mm-hmm. this is what you can work on. This is what you can do. Yeah. Um, and this is how we can help because it's supposed to, because th- what they suggest is cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, I learned about that when I was in uh, psychology major. That's a big thing. Yeah. It's I'm basically, it's, smart. Yeah. It's supposed to help with intrusive thoughts and, everything so hopefully yeah it helps you said i should stay in the psychology course but you i should because you you're literally my you've been my therapist all year yeah but i decided no because i don't like people who are therapists yeah. here's the thing and i don't mean to like really derail from what you're going through yeah. um i've noticed that like oh yeah i didn't like this i don't like this i don't like i don't like people who think too highly of themselves yeah. Like I I think that's what was my problem with school is that like in psych in yeah. the psych that's why I changed my major so many times and I went to places and there were just so many people who thought way too highly of themselves. Mm-hmm. And I have a tendency um little secret about me. I have a big tendency that if you try to act smart around me, I'm going to act so dumb that it pisses you off. Yeah. Like Take, for example, let's say in the music course, right? Mm-hmm. They said, like, uh, Adam, do you know what an E chord is? I'm like, uh, is that me? E vaults? E vault chord? And they're like, no, no. An E chord is this. Like, don't you know the history? I'm like, me? Like, I, I will act yeah. so stupid that it will piss you off. Yeah. And, I, and I, yeah, is that actual deflection? Maybe. But I hate when I people... I notice you do this with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like... I'm not, not even trying to be smarter than you. I'm just trying to help. Yeah, no, like, I I have a tendency to just 
really act so stupid yeah. that it pisses you off so that you stop talking to me. Not you directly. No, not me. For me, it just makes me laugh. I don't. No, I act stupid around you just to make you laugh. Yeah. For other people, like, um, yeah, no, if you if you generally try to act like you're higher than me in terms of education, yeah. I will act like the dumbest person alive. Yeah. And it pisses people off. And I love it. And I think that's why I hated that psycho the psychology mm -hmm. course. Because they made it seem like, oh, well, I'm going to be the greatest psychologist ever. But, but, but. I'm like, oh, really? Are you going to be the greatest psychologist? What does that mean? What is a brain? What What is? I'm sorry. I'm blonde. I can't tell <laughs> you what what brain. Um, and I just hate it. I hate it so much. So that's that's a that's a toxic trait for me. Yeah. But uh, I have a funny story from that. And this is this, I've done this since I was a kid. My mom's probably listening to this and she's like, yeah, I hate when you do that. And I'm like, yeah, I know. So my dad one time took me to a movie theater mm -hmm. and uh, he was wearing his Rolling Stones T-shirt. OK, so I was like six or seven. And I already knew the answers to this this question, but I, I loved pissing off my dad so much because he tried to act so higher than me all the time. It was his ego. So. The, the very first Coke Zero commercial comes mm -hmm. on. When they're introducing Coke Zero, you can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you need. Like mm -hmm. that. It is, it's satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And I knew that at seven years old. And so he looks at me like, P-Head, you, know you know who wrote this song? I was like, he called me P-Head. never called me yeah. by my real name. He's like, P-Head, you know who wrote this? I'm like, no really i'm like the beatles he goes no jesus they're like no and then he points to his shirt i'm like oh, you wrote it he goes like no oh my god like he was getting so pissed <laughs> you like, never told me you did that on purpose whenever you told me that story you made it sound like you really didn't know no i was i was messing with him i knew the answer no, like that, that. Since I was a kid, I was just like, oh, "You wrote it? No!" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, he's wearing a Rolling Stones t-shirt. I know it's Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones, idiot." But like, I don't know. I don't like it when people make me lesser than them. Mm -hmm. So I just deflect, and I'm just like, "Yeah, I'm the biggest idiot in the world." Dup, 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 dup. Okay, can I go do the thing that I want to do now, or are you gonna keep bothering me with your intelligence? Yeah. Cool. All right. Peace out. Uh, now, if I if I went to therapy, maybe they would be like, Adam, you, I think you're intimidated by people who might be bigger than you. So you try to lessen yourself so that maybe you won't realize that people are better than you and you don't have to face the fact that no matter what you do in life, someone's going to be better than you and you can't accept that. And I'll be like, Jesus? <laughs> and they're like, Adam, stop deflecting. Mm -mm, no. And so, yeah, uh, I know I know my problems. Yeah, I know what they are. Yeah. And knowing's half the battle. But yeah, I know that, like, I can't accept the fact that people are better than mm -hmm. me and I can't accept that fact that I want to be the best person. Yeah. So I just deflect. Mm -hmm. So I understand my problems. Will I go to therapy over it? The problem is you need a very specific therapist. Yeah. You can't have... A female, I don't think you would 
tell her stuff. Because I don't listen to no women. No, I just don't think you would be as comfortable telling a woman your deep shit. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't really care gender. I don't see gender like you, Lizzie. Can I finish what I was going to say? <laughs> yeah. I personally, knowing you, yeah, I just don't feel like you would respond well to a female therapist as far as telling her everything. I'll have to disagree with you on that one because I have a problem with men. Yes, but I was also going to say, because I know you have a problem with men and male therapists. I was going to say, you need like a really tough male therapist who's just going to not take your shit. Yeah, Tough and not taking my shit are two different things. But no, the that's, that's, second that's he, what I mean. Yeah, the second he acts tough with me, I'll be like... No, not tough, but I mean just like someone who's like, listen, you're being an yeah. idiot. Like, you need to listen to me. You need to answer my questions. Like, you know what I mean? And whereas a woman, you're still always going to see as a motherly figure that you need to protect her feelings. No, I, I think I would respond better because that women tend to... Like, at least women therapists that I've... Mm-hmm. like encountered like from my experiences no they they're the ones that are like listen you're being a man like stop i don't need someone to like say like hey stop screwing around because the second they say that oh, oh true that's very true oh I didn't think boy of i am gonna go off the rails i love pissing off tough guys love it um it makes me so happy and a woman would stop you from punching her in the face no, uh, what I need from somebody is to help me, like, not derail. Like, mm-hmm. hey, stay on track. Mm-hmm. Like, that's true. Like, from Stutz, remember how uh, Jonah Hill went to his own therapist and said, like, hey, you're going on the comedy trail right now. I know what you're doing. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I need somebody to do that. Yeah. They're true. like, they need, they, I need somebody to be like, hey, da, 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 Adam. Yeah, you're acting like an idiot, and I know why. Well, I know you wouldn't respond to a little old man. I did okay. It doesn't matter what it is, like yeah. male, female, old, young, uh, a dog. I don't care. Like yeah. it's, I respond to anybody that you know doesn't try to act higher than yeah. me. Like if you try to act higher to me, then oh, I'm gonna go off on you. I'm right. gonna go so off on you. Um. I don't like it when people try to act like they're better than me. Mm-hmm. Where it's not that I'm trying to say like I'm better than everybody else. Like I'm in my mind, I am an idiot. Like I'm straight up an idiot. But when someone acts like they're better than you, they are going out of their way to make sure you know they're better than you. Yeah. And, and I, that's obnoxious. And I hate that. I hate it. I hate it so much. If you want to. <clears throat> Excuse me, burp gang. Uh, I haven't done that burp in a while. Burp gang. Yeah, you actually burped a little bit ago. Uh, like when you first started and you didn't oh, say anything. Burp gang. But yeah, so I do not like it. I do not like it when people are like, they act like they're higher than me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no. Now, do I have an authority problem? Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. Can I go off on authority? I hate when people are authority over me. Mm-hmm. Um, does it have to do with me not having a authoritative father and just let me do whatever I want? So anybody that tries to be my father and gives me authority, I'm like, nope, not used to you. Goodbye. You're yeah. out of my life. Again, I know my problems. Yeah. Uh, what I need in a therapist, if I ever do go to therapy is someone to just n- not let me go off the rail. Yeah, someone who will keep you on track and give you 
tools. Because the thing is with both of us is that for me, I cope better when I understand. So anytime I have a problem, whether it be medical, mental, educational, like I look it up, Mm -hmm. I research it. So that's why I found intrusive thoughts and I found research on it and I found information on it because it calms me down to understand what it is that's going on. Yeah. So I understand stuff. So I know what my problem is. I have therapy sessions in my head. I imagine what they're going to ask me, what my response would be, because that's just who I am as a person. Yeah. So, and, and I get to, and, and when doing that, I get into my history. I, I know most of my root causes of these problems. Yeah. The problem is I don't know how to stop it. Yeah. And same problem with you. It's that you know what the problem is. You know where they come from. You know why you have them. Mm-hmm. We've talked it out, both of our problems before. We both know our problems. It's a matter of we need someone to tell us how to fix it. Yeah. Like how to stop these things from coming up and causing a problem in our life. Yeah. The the therapist would look right at me, not say a word. He reaches under his chair and hands me a bottle of Jameson. I'm like, oh, for no. me? And he just nods his head, not saying anything. I'm like, wow. Thank you, therapist. That's the other problem is that alcohol also doesn't help me. Yeah. Like, yeah, it might, like loosen me up a bit but mm. in, in a way like it doesn't stop the crazy thoughts they're and still then there the therapist looks at you not saying a word reaches under his chair and pulls out a nice fresh bottle of rosé that doesn't help look lizzie rosé i care about rosé chardonnay i love chardonnay is my favorite he reaches under his chair but it still doesn't help it doesn't it's not gonna change it's not gonna stop the crazy yeah it doesn't mm-hmm. no i'm i'm still curious Hmm. about um weed though you're curious about it i am curious i'm curious if it would help because it's the only thing left (laughs) i don't know if it would help you because i don't smoke weed oh little another little thing about me that i never said on the podcast um weed makes me super paranoid yeah now i think weed from my personal experience uh, from me and other people I hung out with while we smoked said marijuana, um, I think it brings out who you are. Mm-hmm. Like if you're like a funny dude, like you're gonna be even funnier. Yeah. As I've established before, I don't think I'm funny. Like I would not describe myself as a funny person. Mm-hmm. I think I would describe myself as a fun person. You're a very friendly person. Yeah, I'm friendly and I can hold the conversation. I could banter. I would never describe myself as a funny person. I don't think I'm No, you're goofy. Yeah. And that makes you funny, but you're not a funny person. You're not cracking yeah. jokes. Exactly. I'm not I wouldn't describe myself a funny person. I'm an incredibly paranoid person. You are. Like I I used to think that there was a camera in my shower. That led directly to the CIA. I don't know. I wasn't hiding anything. I just thought that, like, I thought they were watching me. Yeah. Um. So weed has always made me paranoid. Now, would like edibles or like just like lotion and stuff like would that affect you in that way? It's just getting high in general. Yeah. Like when I get into a higher state of mind, Mm -hmm. I get super paranoid and. I'm just curious if like just the things that it's mixed in has the same effect. Maybe. I don't know. I just never wanted to. Yeah. Like, I was just like, I just become very paranoid, which is why I never really smoked weed for a long time. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, um, no. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't make you feel good. And most people do it because it makes them feel good. So why would you? 
And certain drinks make me very, very much of a bummer to hang out with. Um, I like if I have a lot of whiskey by a lot, I mean, two to three glasses. Mm -hmm. I start becoming a super bummer. Like I become a massive bummer because like all of my heart just pours right out. Um, but yeah, so like, it's just who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm a fun person, but I'm not funny, but like, I'm definitely paranoid and a bummer. Yeah. I'm curious. That's what I mean. I'm very curious how it would affect me because if that's, what it does, maybe it would help because the uh, I was going to get to this. The research that I did on intrusive thoughts, mm-hmm. every single thing I read, it says a lot of the time people with intrusive thoughts, they're, the reason it bothers them so much mm-hmm. is because it's the opposite of their personality. It's the opposite of what they want. Yeah. So if they're imagining, like one of the examples, like if you um, if you have an intrusive thought, which I don't know how to explain it all in a short amount of time, but um, like if someone had an intrusive thought about standing up in the middle of church and yelling blasphemies. They're most likely a very religious person. And that is their worst nightmare that's in their head. And it scares them because they scare that you get scared. Like, is this your real self? Is this a red flag? Is this a sign? Like what? And it scares them. So a lot of time intrusive thoughts are the opposite of what this person wants in their life. Yeah. Um, So now I'm really curious if weed would help. That's the thing. I'm not trying to stop you. No, it's to me. I also I, don't think you're a smoker. Well, that's what I don't mean smoke. I mean, like, I'm going to get candy with weed in it. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't. <laughs> I mean, having lip balm and lotion and candy. Uh, yeah, I do not see you lighting up a joint. Oh, no, 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 no. I would love to see you roll a joint someday. No, 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 no. That is not what I meant. I yeah. am, you, I will never smoke. One, I have <laughs> asthma, and I don't think it'd go over well. Yeah. I can't even shovel the snow without having an asthma attack. I would try to teach you how to smoke in general, <laughs> and I don't God. think your learning disability would allow you, like, you just in, inhale. <laughs> what does that mean? Just... <laughs> <laughs> And then you would cough. Like, what's happening? You got to cough to get off. What does that mean? No, I wouldn't say what does it mean. I said, why? You got to cough to get off. No. Um, no, I mean, I'm going to get candy or brownie, like something. Yeah. I, that's what I mean. Um, my problem is that I always worry about becoming dependent on that stuff. Like, the reason I stopped taking, because I was on anti-anxiety meds before. Yeah. And I got, I didn't understand what they were meant. I didn't realize that what they are is a hormonal balance because the problem with a lot of people with anxiety and depression is that there's some sort of hormonal imbalance yeah that's allowing that to happen so that's usually what i the way i think of taking anti-anxiety pills anti-depression pills is that it's balancing out your hormones Mm -hmm. to calm you down um but I didn't see it that way when I was on them and I didn't want to become dependent on them. I, I referred to as to like, I don't want to be fake happy. I want right. to be real happy. Um, so I stopped taking them because mm-hmm. I didn't want to depend on them to be happy. So now that would, that's still kind of how I would see mm-hmm. having edibles and things like that. Like CBD. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want to become dependent on that to be calm. Yeah. You know, it's one now I'm okay. Like if I go to the therapist and they say, I want you to go see your primary care physician mm-hmm. and get prescribed one of these yeah. medicines that I think would be beneficial for you. Yeah. I'm open to that now. Yeah. Like that's the thing. It's just like, you gotta just listen to your therapist, mm-hmm. see what they recommend. Yes. Um, and I'll ask them if they recommend medication. <laughs> just like, like twiddle your I fingers. Like they're like, but at the same time, it's like, like, do you recommend like within <laughs> 10 minutes, like, 
So then my name is By the way, do you recommend weed by no, any chance? I'm not going to ask them if they recommend that, but I'm going to say, do you recommend me taking any pills, like any type of anti-anxiety, anti-depression, like anything to help? I'm just imagining you're like, they would say like a list of medications. Like, so CBD. I recommend CBD because I'm curious about it. I'm curious <laughs> about this whole weed kind of We had a CBD place like yes. a block from our house. That I'm so curious. I just want to go in, but I'm scared. Yeah. Just like peek your head and like, hello, my name's Lizzie. Candy. There'd be candy in here. My therapist says I should get some candy. And therapist did not tell you. Just like, no. Can we see your card? No. You may well, not. Well, here, I don't think you need a card because it's a storefront. Uh, No, I think you do because it's not technically legal. It's not like oh, I thought it was legal. No, it's not recreational. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. so I do need a card. Yeah. No. Which means, so the problem is my therapist can't prescribe anything. because We live in North Dakota. You think it's recreational here? We lived in Pennsylvania and there weren't any CBD shops. Well, we lived in the middle of Pennsylvania. Well, yes. We lived in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Very true. Um, even in New York, though, we didn't have any near us. We were also, I, I will stretch you on that one. We were also working for a church, so we weren't directly looking for a place. Very true. So it's like, I didn't want someone from the church catching me like, oh, hey, we up. Adam, look, me. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, so the problem is my, so the person I'm going to is a licensed counselor or licensed therapist. They can't prescribe anything. They can, I looked on their thing. It says like they can refer me to a physician and talk with my physician yeah. about options, but they can't prescribe mm -hmm. me anything because they're not yeah. legally allowed to prescribe medicine. Yeah. But, but they can refer me to my physician to discuss medication. And then just like pass them a little post-it note. And then the post note just and says CBD. <laughs> CBD. It's just like, what? What does this mean? I just, it's just a post note. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Just send Lizzie to the candy store. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I definitely don't see you smoking weed at all. Mm -hmm. I don't think you. I don't think I've that never would smoked anything in my life. You don't even like don't incense. I don't. That's really just the smell. Yeah. It's it's not. The, I don't have a problem with those. It's just that they're a very strong mm -hmm. smell. Yeah. And it's a lot. Um, and the and I grew up in a house with three asthmatics. So yeah. there wasn't smoke in my house. Yeah. Because I remember one time I sprayed. I got a little happy with the air freshener. Yeah. The spray air freshener. I sprayed so much that my little sister couldn't sleep in our bedroom that night. Because yeah. she has she has like horrible asthma. Like she had the nebulizer like since childhood. Like she was yeah. on that for years. She had asthma attacks. She has Always had problems with her ass. <laughs> and I got in a lot of trouble. They're like, Elizabeth, she just sprayed way too much. Sarah can't sleep in here now. So <laughs> she's not really smoking bad. weed either. No, no one in, in my immediate like family was smoking because yeah. they're all asthmatics and now I have asthma. Um, but no, so I've never been around smoke. Um, everyone in my family quit smoking mm -hmm. um, who did smoke. So I've never smoked. I had one time, I had a really bad dream. I was a nightmare. I had a dream that I was smoking on the school bus and I was hiding it like behind my back when the bus driver came back to check on us. I don't know why she was doing that because she should be driving. Yeah. But like, I remember hey, this is like this horrible dream and I woke up and I literally had to take a minute to realize I had, I never smoked before because that, that dream felt so real. When I woke up, I thought I had smoked. Yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> I never smoked in my entire life. Lies. Yeah. So many lies. <sighs> well, 
Why don't we just end this episode? Let's go eat cookies. Let's go eat cookies and watch you some Christmas movies. Oh, Christmas. What time is it? Oh, it's only 7 o'clock. Yeah. And, and I you don't, don't have work tomorrow. That's true. Yeah. Well, thanks again for listening to this week's What's the Biz. Sorry about not all last week, but I hope you understand that I was writing uh, uh, EP. Yeah. Um, and then spending time with Lizzie. Mm-hmm. So uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, there's not going to be any music anytime soon. Probably won't be an episode next week. Uh, Unless we really feel like it and we get bored on Christmas Eve. True. True. I forgot. Yeah. So don't plan on an episode next week. There might be a surprise one. Yeah. But don't expect one. Yeah, don't expect one. So, yeah, uh, here's a here's a, a longer episode for you. There you go. And, um, mm. yeah, I know. So I hope you enjoyed this one. We'll see you maybe in a week, maybe in two weeks. Yeah. So we'll see. But until the next time, stay safe. Uh, stop smoking so much weed, Jerry. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Toodles. I don't know who Jerry is, by the way. Okay, bye. bye.